Hey, busy business people. I am here today with another entrepreneur taking action, Yasin Hall. Yasin mastered Amazon and became a millionaire, and I'm getting the scoop today on how she did it. Hello, hello, All right, hello. so I have to kick this off with like, what motivated you to get started with Amazon in the first place? Life. <laughs> Life. <laughs> that is the simplest answer I have ever heard that has the biggest meaning. <laughs> Life, when your back's against the wall, you will find something to do. For real, my back was against the wall. Um, um, I have two parts. So I started Amazon. My baby boy was actually born with autism. And when I took him to preschool, like the first week they were telling me, oh, he's strange. I don't understand. He won't, you know, he doesn't socialize with people. I'm like, he has autism. <laughs> That's what they do. <laughs> um, I didn't like their response towards it and the way how they handled the situation. So I decided to become a stay-at-home mom. And in that, we still had bills and I was married at the time. And I started selling books because um, my husband, my cousin and I are computer geeks. We're nerdies. And in our community, um, you know, we were told about Amazon starting up this new startup company and you could sell college books and stuff. And we live in a college town. So I would go to the students and buy their books back from them, sit on the corner with my son and, you know, hey, let me buy your book. <laughs> I'll give you so-and-so for your book, you know, and I would resell them on Amazon. And that was a good, you know, good amount of play money to play with and be able to be able to help my my ex-husband, you know, with the supplies and stuff that we need for our children. And and that was doing great. It was a great little side hustle thing to do. Nothing much to it. Once a week, go to university, ask for books, and that was it, right? Um, so that's how that started with Amazon, with the books. However, um, life got me to sell every single thing else on Amazon. And when I say life, I really mean life. Um, I divorced my ex-husband. And in 2009, he pretty much said, okay, since you wanted the house and the kids, I'm going to leave and go to Kentucky. And oh, by the way, I haven't paid the mortgage in 10, in 10 months. So you're going to be foreclosed and have no place to live. I was like, what? Wait, what? What just happened? You what? <laughs> and he wasn't lying. Like when I got back to the house after signing the documents, there were officers by the door telling us we have five minutes to get everything out of the house. He hadn't paid the mortgage oh, for me. So, and, and he had stifened the gas out of my car the night before, which I did not know. So the car only made it to Walmart in Walmart's parking lot where I was trying to get some food. So pride and me being an only child, um, I my, my friends who were supposed to be my friends, they took his side during the divorce and so i have no place to go so i literally slept in walmart's parking lot begging for food and water every single day for about three days until i had called a friend of mine that had befriended maybe a couple of weeks ago because my daughter did um competition dance and pageantry so i called her up and i said this is the situation um didn't even like call to ask her for help just i needed a sounding board who was non-judgmental in this whole situation and she was like, where are you? I said, I'm in Walmart's parking lot. I've been sleeping here for a couple of nights. She was like, what? He's like, going to Western Union right now. I'm sending you some money, Western Union. And I went inside. I was able to get like a little cheap motel, get some food for the kids. And um, lo and behold, in that time span, Amazon had sent me a invitation to sell clothing. 
just random. And I thought it was like a joke. I thought it was, this is spam. This can't be real. And they had a number. And Jeff actually signed his own emails back then. So I actually have Jeff's original. <laughs> oh, wow. And that's when they were branching out to, you know, to start new other things on their platform. So I'm one of the first boutique owners that sold clothes on Amazon's platform. And that was my start over. And um, I was like, okay, I accepted the invitation, but I didn't know what to sell at all. So in that time of trying to figure out what to sell, um, my son was shot two months after that in the back, five times that he survived. And then two months after that, my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer and given only months to live. Um, she did pass away on the day of her funeral. My dad didn't show up, so I went to go see my dad. And that was the last time I saw my dad because he passed away a month after that. So when I say life happened, life. So in going through all of that, I could not work. I was forever back and forth. I'm originally from the Virgin Islands. And I had to go back and forth for you know my mom and my dad and the situations that was going on with my son. And... Um, when I came back after my after my dad's funeral, I remembered the email because now I'm like, we don't have no food. We don't, I had like $197 to my name and that was my light bill. And I made the sacrifice because I know I'm from the Caribbean and we light is a luxury for us there. Like, oh, we have light today for 24 hours. Yay. You know, and going through hurricanes, we've survived without night for nine months. So I made the sacrifice to get the light cut off if that's the only thing that we had left to do. And I bought some leggings and I sent them in. I found a manufacturer in, in um, California. And the leggings at that time were 50 cents and they were selling on Amazon for $12.99. So I invested that $1.97, purchased the leggings, wait till they came, then send them off to Amazon Warehouse and made $450. And I took, paid the light bill off, bought some more leggings, and my company and myself are still funded off of that same original $107. Oh, wow. Now that is one heck of a story, man. I love all of that. I mean, obviously not the, you know, there was bad stuff in there that is not, but like to persevere through all of that, to be able to make tough decisions. I mean, I think that's at the heart of most successful entrepreneurs, like pretty much everybody that you meet that's really made it somewhere. They have similar stories. They have stuff where it's just like life just piled it on and they had to make some tough calls yeah. and choosing between leggings and the light bill and taking a risk on Amazon when they're first selling clothing. Yes. Like who would have thought that's powerful. That is inspirational. Like didn't thank have you no research so much for sharing the customers that. purchased this. Didn't have no data. These things even sold. I just took a chance. Yeah. I mean, it paid off obviously, but yeah, to be able to make those, you know, risky decisions back in that time when you had everything to lose. I mean, it was, that is amazing. That is so inspirational. Thank you so, so much for being so raw and vulnerable. I feel like sometimes we see people that are succeeding and we don't realize what they went through to get there. And we're just like, I want to be like them. And it's like, right. you can try to be like them, but they have a story that shaped them. And, yes. you know, look at the good qualities, look at what got them through it. Because I think there's just so much power to that. Just so, so, so much. Now, obviously you had a lot of life. You're at this point where you're starting to have some success with Amazon and, you know, back then versus now, obviously, is like vastly different in terms yeah. of like how you sell and what information you have available to you. Like, what do you think like is the secret to success now in like current Amazon? Current Amazon secret success is um, do your research. You have to do research now. Um, there's so many 
products that are on Amazon now, it's not saturated. You just have to know what you're doing. You just have to know what products to invest into. You have to ex you have to know Amazon's policy left and right, up and down, consult an attorney, make sure these policies, what they mean, because they're not written in English. They're written in Amazonology. So <laughs> it makes yep. sense to them. <laughs> but to us, you're like, what? what did that just say? And you want to make sure that you're very clear because in today's age, it doesn't take a lot to get your store deactivated. And Amazon only allows you to have one store in your lifetime. Oh, wow. You don't get a second chance. What are some like common mistakes that you see people making with their stores? Um, buying products that they have no right to sell, meaning like trying to sell Hasbro products when that's a big company and you don't have a distributive license to sell their products. Um, it back in the, and it's from back in the day, back in the day, we were able to go on Walmart clearance or target clearance and resell those items. But now Amazon is protecting the manufacturers. And as a business, I get it. I'm a private label. I wouldn't want anyone to do and it. And it has nothing to do with us, the consumers who are actually selling legit products. It's for those in different countries like China and India who are making fake products of somebody else's products, knowing that they shouldn't be doing that. So Amazon can't pinpoint if we're associated with China or not. They can't discriminate against us because China did it. So now they have to make these laws to protect the company on an overall basis. Um, it's still a lot of products out there who you, what you can sell. The question is finding the right products and finding one that the customers or a few that the customers um, are, are selling. And that is a little tricky. It's not as far as the needle in a haystack yet. Uh, we still have a good option out there of products that are selling. And um, it's they're, they're making it easier for you to become a private label brand now to sell your own products and create your own products and be your own um, be your own brand. So that is a direction that I'm moving into. You have to do research. Is that a direction that you started heading into yourself with like the private label stuff in your own products? So... Five years ago, I kind of, they didn't come right out and say, this is what we're going to do. But because I've been selling on Amazon for over 17 years, I saw something triggering this effect. And I turned to my team and I said, I have a feeling that Amazon's going to force everybody who's selling on Amazon to become their own private label. And they were like, for real? I'm like, yeah, because I'm one of those visionary forward thinking people that I see things happening as the trend is going on because of the different things that the different policies and, and violations that were coming out was leading me to feel that way. And um, I kind of started, that's when I started my own, creating my own listings and creating my own bundles and doing different things that are outside of the norm, still doing the research and looking at the trends. For instance, um, if a family of four was going to vacation, say, in Florida for the summer, what are all the items that they would want to just buy at one time versus going up and down the aisles um, and, and buying, you know? And what's wrong with coming out with a kit that has all this stuff that they're buying and then the customers just pay for it one time? So that is what kind of triggered me because I had kids that when they were little, mm -hmm. I wish I could just buy everything one time versus having to buy everything individual, individually and the costing a lot. So here it is, this nice package of, you know, summer items. You just buy it, take it, throw it in the car. Let's go, go to Florida, you know, and that's where that's that stemmed from. And then it just so happened that once I did that, I saw I started kind of a trend on Amazon <laughs> and I started seeing <laughs> other people go, oh, this is nice. We should do this. This is nice. And coming up with their own bundles and stuff. 
Um, and then lo and behold, last year, they really start cracking down on pushing to become a private label. And now those who were waiting around to see were like, oh, no, now we got to do this. Let's hurry. And now it's like, mm. <laughs> we're already doing it. Nah, nah, boo boo. You know? <laughs> oh, man, I love that. Like, what are some challenges to go in that direction, though? Like having to build your own private label Ooh. and create your own listings and get creative with your products. Like what are some challenges and how do you overcome those? Definitely challenges with that um, financial. That's the challenge with it. Um, when we could go to Clarence and buy an item, the only thing that costing us out of pocket is to buy the item. And then you sell the item and the rest of it is, you know, profit outside of shipping fees and Amazon fees. Now, when you're creating a brand new listing for yourself, you've got to advertise because it's not SEO'd. It's not keyworded. Um, when you first create the product, it's number 50 something billion and nobody sees it. And right. without knowing how to create um, campaigns and sponsored ad and advertise your product and understanding how Amazon's campaign and their website algorithm works, your product will never get sold. Yeah. So, and it does cost money to get that product ignited. So it costs about maybe three to $400 now to get that one product, product SEO'd and keyworded and optimized and sold. Um, there's those shortcut things that you can do that will cost a little less. I don't like them because Amazon kind of shuns upon it's hit or miss whether somebody catches it or not. Um, I don't like to take that chance with a once in a lifetime store. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. yeah. So I'll do it the correct way, spend the four or $500 on campaigns, get it SEO'd, get it, start moving. And then later on, maybe four to six months down the line, start to really see a profit. Yeah, I know that would be one of the trickiest things with a new product because I know all the stuff, whenever I buy anything on Amazon, I'm always looking at the reviews. Yes. I'm looking for things that have the highest number of reviews and then the highest star rating in those numbers of reviews. Yes. Like something that's time. four stars with 50,000 reviews to me right. is better than something that's five stars with like 200 reviews. Right. And it takes so time like trying because to especially nowadays, um, not a lot of people are going towards leaving positive reviews. They would leave a whole dissertation of a negative review before a positive review. So when you see a product that has 10 reviews, don't understand that our product may have been sold over a thousand times, but only these 10 people took the time to request the reviews. So be a little lenient when it comes to reviews now because of where the, <laughs> <laughs> where the items, it, it's true, it's hard. It's hard. Like most of the reviews. things I've bought that were small and like didn't have a lot of reviews and you could tell they were a smaller kind of, you know, mm -hmm. mom and pop type company. I saw their stuff on TikTok. I cannot tell you how many things I've bought on Amazon from TikTok. It is, it is embarrassing, <laughs> straight up embarrassing, but I yeah. <laughs> it's I like appreciate my customers. Thank using you. It. I mean, like I just bought like this thing drain funnel thingy that I still got to go install oh, but it was a TikTok. Gosh. yeah he was showing how this thing works and I was like that's genius and I want it so I mean like <laughs> I literally have them sitting over here next to my desk with stuff that I've bought because somebody on TikTok was talking about it on behalf of all the sellers on Amazon I thank you <laughs> <laughs> I think there's so much power to that though right like the videos and the people and the stories behind the products it's like because yes. that's the one thing that the big brands do not do Yes. They just don't have that. So don't I feel like that's just such a great way brand. to compete. 
they're reputable. They don't have to go through what we go through as a small business. So that's where that four and five hundred dollars come in. About one hundred and fifty dollars of that goes to advertising and asking TikTok TikTokers to advertise our product for us so that we can get it moved a lot faster. Yeah, I've seen a lot more of that lately on TikTok's platform. You've got a lot more of like micro influencers that are making videos and promoting products and that's becoming a lot more popular. So it used to be more just Instagram, but that's migrated its way over into TikTok now. And I don't hate it because I like the way they do their ads. Like the creators are, you know, really like very creative (laughs) and the stuff that they do and it's authentic and it's real and I like it. So it's like, I don't, I don't hate those ads, but I'm a marketer too. So I I watch ads just for fun because I'm weird. Um, But yeah. (laughs) I tell you, Amazon Amazon sellers, we love, we love you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. So like, I know you, you've made millions at this point. You've got, you know, several different things that you're doing. You're making money on Amazon. If somebody wanted to be you basically, like they're, they're listening to this interview and they're like, I want, I want to follow in your footsteps. Mm-hmm. Obviously those are some big shoes to fill, Yes. but where would they get started? You know, like just making their way into that realm. Well, we do have a program that's actually running right now for the month of March since it's woman history month. I'm actually walking a thousand women through to open an Amazon store at the same exact time. They're all going to hit submit. We did it on, we started it on March 1st and the next one is on March 24th. So we were able to get 102 women to hit submit at the same time. And and this is a free event. This is a free online Zoom that we all have our laptops on and everything that we need and we hit submit. And um, that was the first time I've ever done anything like that. And I I was really concerned if Amazon was going to go down. was a real concern of mine <laughs> that would almost be like a, a good check mark you know feathering your hat kind of moment that mm-hmm. it's like you led so many people to starting their store that you crashed amazon so i don't even know that it would be bad <laughs> <laughs> we had a few hiccups um the, the system did go like whoa what happened and was issuing um different not errors but they were issuing different commands so some people were given a video call and some people just went straight to postcard which i know the platform is supposed to go to video call first so i think when they all hit submit some of them was like wait well, hold on we're supposed to do okay postcard <laughs> so, <laughs> so that was interesting because awesome. everybody in the zoom were like oh i got my verification call and then we had a few postcard 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 i'm like wait what how did you get the postcard so that was a little that was a little um, eye opening, but it didn't break. It did not break it. So we're gonna nice. try it again on the twenty fourth, and we have about nine hundred signed up this time. So we're gonna see. Oh wow! <laughs> so you might break it this time. We might. <laughs> you have to have everybody go in like groups of a hundred because you know it can Maybe. handle that. <laughs> we might try that. <laughs> like count down like ten. Okay, first group go. Right. <laughs> second group yeah oh man i love that that would be just amazing to watch so somebody wants to get in on this where do they go how do they find you they can go to thebossclass.com they can also visit my instagram which is yasin hall they can also visit my facebook fan page which is yasin hall as well awesome i love that so thank you so much for coming on today. Like who is a good fit for that program? Cause I know like everybody's going to be excited about it, but like what, what makes someone the right fit to come and join you on that and take that journey? 
So the reason why I started, I did this for Women's History Month is because only 32% of Amazon sellers are women. And that's concerning oh, wow. for me because, you know, we love to shop. Why don't we know about this opportunity? Why are not more of us? Because Amazon, when I first started, was a male-dominated field. I think I was the only female, like for real, you know? Yeah. And um, when I went to Amazon's conference in Nevada and I walked in and it was about sellers and wholesalers, I was the only African-American female. I was the only African-American and female in that whole, oh, yeah, yeah. Intimidation was, <laughs> what's the word on fleek? I don't even know anymore what's the correct term for that anymore. <laughs> but it was high, okay? Yeah. <laughs> but um, it, it led me to open my eyes that the reason why we're not on the platform is because, and not because they don't, they, you know, they have, they're not discriminatory at all. They don't judge you based on race or color or anything like that, nationality, nothing. You just have to apply. And you just have to mm -hmm. have your right credentials to apply, which is a driver's license and a bank statement. That's it. But I think a lot of us are not on it because we're so used to shopping that we don't think about the fact there's money to be made. We hear about it, but we think that the company, from what, I'm, what I get from my students who are you know, prospect students who want to become part of my program, is that they think that Amazon is this big conglomerate giant and there's so many products on there, there's no room for them. Yeah. Which is not true. Which is yeah. not true in the latest beat. My daughter just became a, she's she has autism and she's 21. I gifted her her store at the age of 15. And five years later, my daughter became a millionaire in December. Man, that's awesome. So I know that I can take my students, if I follow the same trajectory that I did with my daughter, I can get my students to a million dollars in five years or less. Ah, that is awesome. That is exciting. I mean, what can they expect? I mean, like, is it time consuming? Is it something that somebody could do part time? Like, is this a full time job? Like, what's the expectation? 95, uh, our program is predominantly women, African-American women. Um, 95% of them have full-time jobs and do this and get more with the, an Amazon store doing it part-time than they do with their full-time jobs. The amount of time and energy that they put into their nine-to-five job, if they apply that to their business, they can do it in three years. Hmm. That's awesome. So it's something they can do even as like a stay-at-home mom or around a full-time job yes. or it's flexible enough to kind of allow for that. I think yes. it's awesome, especially in today's community. I mean, it's just, you know, we never know what's happening with the the pandemic and everything else going on. And it's just more and more people working remotely, working from home, shopping online. Yes. I think this is a good time to get into that yes. and have more flexibility and freedom in your life. The pandemic, I and mean, that's one of my favorite things about owning a business is flexibility. Yes. yes. The pandemic alone skyrocketed Amazon. Mm -hmm. it, 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 it didn't hamper them at all. As a matter of fact, that was the first year that I actually made 45%. The average is usually 20% revenue profit. And I made 40, mm -hmm. um, 45, 40 or 42.5. I think that's what my attorney told me. My attorney, accountant. <laughs> I have a call with my attorney after this. But <laughs> 42.5% profit margin. The first that year That is COVID. amazing. Yeah. I mean, especially for retail sales like that. It's like you don't normally see those profit margins in retail. No. no. And I have not wavered. <laughs> oh, 
That is amazing. Thank you again so much. I know we're kind of hitting our time right here and I know you have other commitments. This is amazing. Guys, all the links that she shared to go like participate in this program, learn more about it. They will be somewhere around wherever you were watching this video. Um, So definitely go check those out. I think this was just, there's so much expertise that you have and so much experience. Like, I don't think you're going to find too many people that are teaching how to, you know, how to make a million dollars on Amazon that have the pedigree and experience that you're coming to this with, you know, looking at the trends over time, like you're not going to find that with very many people. So it's not a lot of us left. I think um, I'm a a group member of the oldest, it's called called the oldest Amazon sellers. There's like 17 of us in the group. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, can you find some other people? I feel like a dinosaur. Yeah. Because <laughs> you won't meet too many people that have been with Amazon since like before when they were only selling books, you yeah. know, and then moving on. Like it's hard to imagine that they were ever only books. It was like back in the day. That's yeah. Books <laughs> before the internet. <laughs> we bought stuff with stone tablets and etched in. <laughs> this is on dial up. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that would have been AOL dial up. That's how I got to put the books on. I had to connect to AOL dial up. Oh, I had AOL dial-up. I'm that old. I am that old to have had that experience with that and having pagers when pagers first came out. And yes. I had one of those. And yes. Yeah, the cell phones that you had to count the characters to make sure you didn't, <laughs> you know, it had to be one message. <laughs> you only had like 10 that you were paying for in a month. You couldn't go over. <laughs> yes. I'm putting a product on Amazon at that time. Take about two and a half weeks. Oh, because <laughs> yeah, you have to do it I can see it. Prompt. You had to code it from the C prompt. <laughs> oh man, that would have been painful. It was even things like photos and stuff back then would have been. It was so much more painful to get a photo and then get it on the computer and then get it uploaded to a website. Yeah. Like you might actually have to go get like one of those throwaway cameras and get it printed and then scan it. And yes. <laughs> these young kids today do yeah. not. And the pixelization where it was like 10 minutes and it's just. Yep. <laughs> you would watch that little bar go up and then for some unexplained reason it would go back down. And you're like, don't let somebody no, pick up the phone. Don't let nobody pick up the house phone. That's a wrap. Oh, I know. I had that happen to me a few times when I was doing stuff and it was like, no. <laughs> It'd be, and it was always above 80% when that happened. Yes. Always. It never happened at five and ten percent. It was Always. like 80, 90 percent, and then yank. Do you every remember time. when you would create a whole brand new email just to get the hundred free minutes on the CD? Yep. Yeah, <laughs> I had a whole stack of those CDs back in the day, and it's like now people use them for art. It's like, those things were important. You needed those. I used to go to Smithsonian. <laughs> I remember I used to have to like, even for dial up, I didn't have like a dedicated phone line for my computer. So I would have to go unplug the one in the hallway and then like drag it around and plug it in and then go put it back. And yeah. (laughs) The things we endure that these young people will never experience. Oh yeah. Never in a million years. Like they can, the stuff that they do it on like their phones and stuff now. Yeah. So you don't even have to have a computer. It's like, I have a tablet. I don't need a computer. Right. Right. What is your USB? (laughs) Yeah, it's like, meanwhile, those of us from that generation, it's like, we need the bigger ones. Like, my tower is huge. My monitor is like a 49-inch ultra-wide. Like, yeah, I'm not looking for little tablet, screens. If you had a small desktop, you were nothing, nothing. You were like, what's wrong mm-hmm. with you? 
It's the like back in the day, we were working on those big old monitors, you know, that you throw your back out moving yeah. around. And then, like, the screens, like, and you're trying to get, like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Ditto, this I'm is too much fun. Mm-mm. It's okay. And they don't have to experience any of that. And they can have their whole store set up in just a matter of a couple of weeks. And they can go live. And they can be a millionaire in three to five years. Yes. I love it. They just they just have to contact you. And then it just yes. all happens. No dial-up required. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and inside, internally, I'm hating. <laughs> oh, man. Thank you again. I'm going to let you get back to your day. This has been amazing. Thank you so, so, so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys.